tonight. It's about 10 minutes past midnight on February 16th. It's a Wednesday. A full 24 hours have passed since Jesus came from my father on Tuesday, February 15th of 22. I can rest assured that he is happy with Jesus. My dad endured great pain of the loss of his father in his 20s, 25 to be exact. And 26 years later, he grieved the great loss of his mom. Today, I rejoice knowing my father lived 32 years behind, beyond his mother's lifespan. And at the age of 78, my dad lived a fruitful, beautiful life. When I took out all the photo albums yesterday, I saw the pain of a parent in my dad's eyes. The hardship of losing his mother was in fact captured in an old photograph my brother had taken of all of us. It dawned on me how stressful and difficult life is bringing children into the world, loving them, disciplining them, and watching them grow up. Dad was an only child that had to be a lonely experience for him in his childhood years. I can just imagine dad was without a father for the most part. His dad was a captain of the Texaco oil rigs and tugboats. He was on the water three weeks straight and off for one week every month. My dad saw his dad 12 times a year. Multiply that by 25 years is 300 times in 25 years. That must have been a huge void in my father as a man, searching for a healthy manhood. His father died on April 5th of 1969, two months after the birth of my younger brother. Having a son must have filled the gaps of my dad's heart for 52 years, and I was very blessed to have a father, a mother, and a brother to love myself. I believe my father's parents were the same age when they married, the love of my paternal grandparents was very deep. I was five and my brother was two months old when we lost Grandpa Nunzio. He was 57. 21 years, my dad, Junior, now my dad met Jesus. And his dad and mother and all our living relatives. Tonight I'm grateful for a great life, great faith, and great family life having my dad, loving my dad, and praying for his peace and healing. My brother and I were so far apart the past seven years or even longer, and upon my dad's passing, something beautiful happened. We reconnected beautifully through dad's death. Our relationship became mature, and a great peace took the place of the confusion that once existed. So far, God has me very much grounded in my faith, and I am courageous in my walk with Christ, truly amazed by what God is doing right now in me and in my brother and in my mom as well. It appears we have all become better people towards one another. I am really looking forward to seeing where the Lord leads us as a family. I pray and hope we continue this process of reconnecting in a healthy manner. I have missed them very dearly since our big move from the Keys. Dad lost. Dad's last visit was in 2015. 
Dad and Mom had a fight and Dad flew out alone to visit me and Paul for three weeks. It was a turbulent time. We barely got through it together. Things were not right and Dad started to change and his health went downhill from there. So from age 73 to 78, diabetes, kidneys issues, back pain, Dad started dragging his feet when he walked, itchy skin, dementia, according to mom, and then eventually leukemia and Parkinson's and COVID and the shutting down of his organs and death. Dad certainly lived out his purgatory here on earth. All I can do because of the distance and COVID was pray. Mom did a marvelous job keeping dad COVID free back in 2021, but in 2022 at a doctor's appointment, dad caught COVID. My mom and brother, my spouse and my pastor also did. God spared me with a touch of the flu, but no serious coughing so I could take care of my spouse. It's hard to believe dad's battle has come to an end. The house is quiet, I am calm, happy that Jesus came for my dad, not once but twice, once on February 6th on a Sunday, the Lord's Day, and a second time on February 15th on a Tuesday. We all believe, my mom and dad and Junior and I, not dad, but my mom and my brother and I, we believe that if the ambulance didn't come, we would have lost dad on February 6th of 2022, but because they had called the ambulance, dad was given nine extra days to live on a ventilator. And those nine extra days were like a novena, a prayer, an answer to prayer for me as his daughter. I was able to have closure with my father. The ventilator was removed and dad lived a very short time from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. And we spoke to dad and Paul and I, we heard every word that was said through the chapel of divine mercy. And he started moving whenever we said the prayer. After that, when we said our goodbyes and we said to dad that we'd see him again, um, dad went into a deep sleep and he left this life forever to be with Jesus. The night of his death, I was unaware he had passed. None of us knew until the next day, but that very night of his passing in the prayer room in our home, I set up a prayerful vigil for him and devoted myself to praying for his soul. I took the crucifix of the sick, lit the two candles and extended into a celebration of eternal life with God, St. John Paul II. I invited also Padre Pio, Mother Teresa, a blessed mother and her son. It was a divine appointment. I gave God my best self for the purification of my father's soul. From that time, I spoke to dad on FaceTime to his death. There was a three hour gap. I am grateful to Jesus Christ as I'm grateful to Jesus Christ. I prayed so hard that he would come quick for my father and he did and my dad moved. My dad no longer suffered. What a relief for mom and dad and Junior and I and Paul to know our Lord is kind and merciful. I experienced that tonight all over again as I reflect upon the graciousness of our Lord. I love you, Dad. You are home free for all eternity. Amen.